0: Ever considered what your calling in life is? I'm not talking about your career, your latest job, or what movies you like to see, or who you like to hang out with. Your true calling in life. What is your purpose here on this earth? Welcome back to the Get Over Yourself Podcast, a podcast dedicated to destroying self limitations and getting out of your comfort zone. If you don't know by now, I'm your podcast host, Brandon Davis. And in today's episode, I interviewed a man named Scott Mater. And Scott's entire mission here on this earth, his calling, is to help other individuals find their callings. And in today's quote of the day, I wanted to read a scripture found in the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 4. And as many know, the book of Exodus is the story of Moses leading the Israelites out of Egypt, out of captivity. And in this verse, in verse 4, it says, And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see God, called unto him out of the midst of the bush, and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, Here I am. So if you go farther in the book of Exodus… God had a calling for Moses, and Moses was able to go forth and fulfill it and lead the Israelites out of captivity. God had a calling for Moses. Moses didn't even think he was worthy to be able to be the one to do this exact. Very crazy, very difficult, and Moses didn't even believe he would be the one to be able to do this insanely difficult task. But at the end of the day, God worked through him, and it turned out to be a miracle. Well, many miracles happened inside that journey. It was very difficult as well. But my point is Moses had a calling. He knew exactly what he was supposed to do because it was a point of God. So what is your calling inside of your life? That's what we're going to be discussing in today's episode. Scott, very influential man. He's worked in leadership for many years, and now him and his wife are on a journey to help individuals find their true calling. So with that all being said, let's jump into today's episode. thanks for joining us today on the get over yourself podcast it's going to be a great conversation absolutely i'm looking forward to it yeah guys like i already mentioned inside the introduction of today's show we actually just talked on scott's podcast Uh, that'll be linked in the show notes in the description down below so make sure to go check that out it'll carry on the conversation we were able to talk there first and now we're jumping over here to the get over yourself podcast for a little bit more into scott's life Um, But Scott, one thing that kind of struck me um, when I was first reaching out to you and we were getting connected and whatnot before we started podcasting, you are a self-declared expert in helping folks transition from working to living their calling. So I got to hear, what does that even mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think there is actually a lot of confusion around what that means to folks. So. First off, let's kind of talk a little bit about what calling means. So technically, the word that we use a lot of times is vocation. You know, people will talk about having a vocation. Well, the root of that word, vocation, if you listen to it, it sort of sounds like vocalization or vocal, Mm -hmm. right? Has that same meaning? That comes from a meaning called calling, okay? Being able to hear something that you are supposed to do, being told something that you are supposed to do and and the implication is there for you know I'm a person of faith and I do believe that we have something that we have been kind of put on this planet to do, and part of our job is to discover that and by the way it's not it's not a thing that you do in one fell sw- step and instant oh this light from above now I know you know it's more of a journey than it is a destination, but we're supposed to find that and let's kind of oppose that to a career, because we also talk about having a career, right? Career actually comes from the same root word as cart, meaning something that takes you from one place to another, from point A to point B. It's about traveling or having a purpose or having kind of a functionality to it. That's a little different than calling because a calling could be your career, but it also could be something that isn't necessarily your career. So I think one of the mistakes that we make a lot of times, because people always tell you, right? Find your passion, follow your passion. You'll never work a day in your life. Yeah, baloney, okay? Because even if you follow your passion, there will be some things that you have to do that you're gonna look at and you're gonna go, I don't like this part of following my passion. This is not fun, and but it, I have to do it anyway because it's you know part of what I have to do and that's okay. So I think it's it's important to separate the idea that vocation and career have to always be the same thing. Mm-hmm. They could be, but they don't have to be. And that calling is usually something that's bigger than just the way we're expressing the calling at a particular moment in time, which often becomes something that we do quote for money, the career part mm-hmm. of it. You know, that's interesting. The roots leads
0: back to cart. Is that what you're saying? Cart? Mm-hmm. Career, the Never heard actual that
1: original meaning, uh, the, the 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 root word is also the same root word that eventually led to cart or you know transportation basically
0: interesting that's very cool Mm -hmm. that's a unique perspective on it and uh, i appreciate you saying that too because i have fallen into that trap before where and i mean to each their own right where you say if you enjoy what you're doing you never work a day in your life to an extent, to an extent, to an a little extent that's fire, like you said, right.
1: <laughs> because yeah,
0: there's a course, like I look at this podcast, I absolutely love having these conversations uh, with people like you, Scott. And then I love it, love it, love it. When people message me and they're like, Hey, I enjoyed this episode. I have questions or X, Y, and Z, you know, it's an amazing thing. I love the platform, but know what I don't like editing. I don't like X, <laughs> Y, and Z when it comes to the podcast. So yes, uh, it truly is like that. And then I picture some of the other jobs I've worked in inside of my life before some of the businesses I've worked on. And I'm like, yes, there's definitely tasks that i wish i could have just dropped off and given to somebody else a million times mm-hmm. over and,
1: um, and so sometimes somebody... that's what you end up doing
0: is finding a way yeah. to quote yeah. get it to
1: somebody else and let them do it and that actually can be a solution to the problem but it is separate from the idea that everything that you do has to be something that you love all the time you know that's yeah. two different
0: ideas if that makes sense and so how does somebody go and actually find their their calling to life then
1: yeah, and again, it's it's more of a journey than it is a destination. So I I want to be careful and not imply that this is some sort of magic formula that mm-hmm. you know. And once you've achieved it, now you know, and it's from on high. Let let me let me talk a little bit about my own life just to kind of illustrate this. So when I originally was you know younger, I was always kind of. An entrepreneurial kid. I was always kind of the go to kid that everybody else came to advice. You know, I, it it was always great, you know, in high school, because it also meant I didn't have any girlfriends because they all thought of me as a friend, right? You know, I was the guy they could confide in, right? So, you know. (laughs) Lot, that served me later. Later on, that became a, a great way of meeting meeting more mature women. But in high school, it kind of sucked, <laughs> you know. So, But you have that kind of experience of, you know, I, I, I loved that. I, I enjoyed that. But I also like science and I like math and I like other things, just like we all do. And so I went to college with the idea of, OK, I'm going to become a medical researcher because I really want to help other people. And this is a way I can help other people. And then I discovered that medical research, actually, a lot of the work you did was about getting money and getting grants to do the research rather than actually helping people. So I'm like, eh, I don't really want to do this anymore. So I pivoted and I became a school teacher. But if you think for a minute, what I just said is I was always the go-to guy, the friendly guy, the advice guy, the person that other people came to for help. Actually becoming a school teacher was probably more in alignment with the kinds of skills and things that came naturally to me. Than being a medical researcher, even though I like science and I like those other things. So I became a school teacher, did that for 16 years, and I loved the teaching. But there was a lot of other things about being a school teacher that aren't as much fun and that I don't enjoy and that weren't as an alignment with my true giftings. So eventually I left teaching. I went into the corporate world. I moved up into senior leadership. I ran a team of about 20 leaders, and through them, I had a team of about 180 people, you know, big budget, flying all over the country, meeting with clients, doing all that. Things about that job I absolutely loved. But the most thing, the thing that I most loved was developing the leaders on my team and then through them serving the other people, being a coach, being somebody that helped develop within the company. Huh. So eventually I said, let me start a coaching business on the side. So I started the coaching business on the side, really loved that even more. Now, again, there's still things about my day-to-day job that I have to do just because I have to do them and they're not my favorite things. But it was much more in alignment with my giftings and what I felt naturally able to do. And so that began to grow. And eventually I took that full time in 2017. So now for the listeners that are listening, it's sort of the same thing. What you want to do first is look backwards. Look at the things that you've done. Go back as far as you can. Think about what's in common about them. What's What have you loved about them? What have you not liked about them? What are the What are the patterns that come out of the things that you've done and the things that you found joy in, the things that other people come up to you and go, hey, can you help me with this? And you're like, geez, why are you asking me for help with that? Everybody knows how to do that. Hint, not everybody knows how to do it. Okay. But it it feels that way to you. It feels so easy that it comes natural. Those sorts of things. And you're looking for those patterns and then kind of turn it around and look forward into the future and say, okay, what can I begin to do? or to create in my life, or to begin to develop that allows me to do more of that and less of the stuff that I don't like, that I don't find the natural giftings for, that I don't have the passion for, that doesn't feel like the thing I was supposed to be doing. And as you create that over time, that's going to naturally begin to move you more in alignment with what your calling probably is.
0: And you know, at some point too, no matter what your calling is, no matter what you're working on inside of your life. And I appreciate you call it a journey as well, because sometimes people think it's going to, you're going to eventually make it to this Nirvana. You're going to make it to this final destination. It's going to be all bliss. No, it's not the case at all. But sometimes when you're on that journey too, you have to sit back and think, okay, this is a process. I'm going to go through things I don't like in order to find the things that I do like. And even when you finally land upon those things that you actually love, there's still gonna be things in your day-to-day that you don't love, like you just right. mentioned. And so on top well, of Well, and even journey...
1: more, as things happen with your life, those things you love may change. That's true, that's okay that's very too. True. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it, it is okay that what I love today, not all of it is stuff that would, if you would have asked me at 22, I probably wouldn't have had the exact same list that now at 50 something
0: I have, you know, because yeah. my life has changed
1: and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. It is okay.
0: It is okay, and I want to put a plug in there. So um, as many of the audience have listened to this episode, it's one of my most all-time listened to. Um, when I had Casey Ball on the show, he talked a lot about uh, starting a lot of his businesses and some of the entrepreneurial spirit and what he had to do to face a lot of the challenges inside of his life. Um, he recently started his own podcast. I'll put a plug in for it. It's called Case Studies everyone should go check this out. Casey's just an amazing individual, um, somebody everyone should be learning from. He has learned from everyone else, and now he's trying to put that information into practice. But in one of his last episodes I was listening to at the gym in case studies, he was uh, sitting down with an old friend of his that he used to, It was an old boss of his actually, and he was talking about kind of the, some of his life experiences, the ups, and downs. And Casey was making reference to his wife. He was saying how now that they're pretty successful in monetary value, they don't have to worry about money pretty much for the rest of their lives. They have a great family, you know, like a lot of their stones are checked off inside of life. But his wife, she started getting bored and she's like, Is my only calling ever? Like, not in like a bad context. You have to go listen so it doesn't sound out of place. But she's like, I don't want to just be like a mom. Like, she mm-hmm. she loves being a mom, but she doesn't, she wants more things to do. Um, mm-hmm. Especially as their kids are getting older. She goes, When they leave the house, I'm going to be bored. And so she recently went back to school, and when she went back to school, she uh, she doesn't need to work in, for the rest of her life, but she wants to follow a passion of hers. Like you're saying, Scott, she wants to follow her calling. And so she goes into these classes, and she comes home, and she tells Casey, I have an issue. I went to this English class. I went to this class. I went to this class, and I didn't like any of them. And he goes, perfect. That's amazing. And she goes, what do you mean it's amazing? And he says… Well, now you know exactly what you don't like, so now you can get closer to what you do like.
1: You do like, and exactly. Scott,
0: speak on that a little bit. There's so many people you know, that go through that in their day-to-day where they're like, why am I going through this? I'm so tired of going through stuff that doesn't make sense, it doesn't fit for me, but it ultimately could lead to something better. So I mentioned earlier
1: that I love science. So one of the things I like to think about, and this framing works for me, and the exact same framing may not work for everybody, but but give it a try. Let's see if it fit this on for size you think about a scientist you know part of what science is is or the scientific method you know we all kind of in middle school and high school you've probably done a science fair experiment you kind of roughly know the scientific method the basic concept behind that is basically doing something to find out whether something you believe is accurate or not that's a simplistic way of putting it but that's basically what it boils down to I believe that if I do this to bread, it will have more mold on it or less mold on it or whatever, right? You know, the, the old bread mold experiment that I think every kid, whether on purpose or not, has done it you know, under their bed usually. <laughs> that or the right? volcano <laughs> one, right? <laughs> and the volcano, right? So, you know, when when you do that, that's kind of a science experiment. So I kind of treat life as a series of lots of little experiments. and And our job in an experiment isn't to find out we're right. It's to find out, are we right? Or are we not right? Or are we partly right? It's to get data. It's to get information. So if you think about your life as a journey where your goal is to get information, well, finding out that you don't like something is every bit as valuable as finding out that you do like something because if I don't like it, I don't have to go spend more time and energy on it. I can eliminate that part. I can, I can stop going down that particular road and that therefore gives me more time, more money, more energy, more whatever to explore other roads, whether it's business, whether it's your, your life journey, whether it's whatever it is that you're doing. If you think of it as gathering information, getting data, finding out, and that's really the purpose behind it. Well, then finding out that it's not a good thing is every bit as valuable as finding out that it, quote, is a good thing. You know, business person, you put out a product, they don't like it. That's valuable, <laughs> you know, because now I don't have to waste time and energy putting out that particular product. I can go find a different product or a different service or or tweak the product or make changes, but I have the information now. So the information is valuable regardless of, the result of the information in terms of being in alignment
0: or being good or
1: bad. Now obviously I have, you hope Scott, to find I have things that perfect, you do like.
0: Go ahead. I have the perfect story that goes along with this, Scott. So just last night I was at this lecture series and it's from this man named Nick. He started a company called Amanu. It's only a few years old, but it has just been revolutionary because it's helping get these harmful bacteria that are inside like hotel pools, rivers um, big like water areas and, um, in different cities, it's helping get rid of all those harmful bacteria so people could swim in it. And inside of their journey, the first year was spent where they knew they were trying to figure something out with pools. but They didn't know what, and was yeah. in a specific <laughs> business situation where they were trying to do a competition to see, like figure out the customer's pain point and then go solve one. They spent over a year trying to figure out what the customer's pain point even was before they yeah. even knew what business they were going to work on. And then it spent another year trying to develop their um, – basically the framework once they figured out what the customers were having the pain with, which was these harmful bacteria inside the pool. And no one had ever been able to get rid of them. Once they figured that out, they said, okay, now that we know the pain, now we've got to go try and figure out a that We, we have to figure out it. a solution. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So continue your story now.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. And and I think a lot of times when we think about – you know, we, again, we only think of results as good if they come back, quote, in favor to us, you know, they they come out the way we expect them to. That's the wrong frame. That's the wrong way to think about it. Because all that does is set you up for everything's going to be a disappointment. Because guess what? Nothing ever works out exactly the way you expected it to. It, It just doesn't happen very often. I mean, every once in a while, yeah, it does. But most of the time, doesn't work out exactly the way you thought it was going to. It may be better than you thought it was going to be. It may be worse, but it's not exactly what you expected. And I have literally seen people who have had something that they planned, they put a lot of energy into, they were working on, and it came out 10 times better than they expected, and they were disappointed by it. Because it didn't come out the way they thought it was going to. And that's what created the disappointment, that misalignment. And so if you go into things with that sort of expectation, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure, for disappointment. But if you go into it with a, "Hey, I'm just gathering information. I'm getting data. I'm finding out. Is this something I love? Is it something I don't love? Oh, it is something I love. Okay, great. Let me put more time and energy into figuring out more about that thing. Oh, it's something I don't love. Great. I'm not going to waste any more time and energy on that thing. I'm going to go mm-hmm. work on something else. Find something else. Um, by the way, I wanted to circle back to something you said at the beginning. You mentioned, you know, she was worried about being a mom as kind of what she was and she wanted to go find out more that she could be. One of the things that we make a mistake with calling and career and these sorts of things is we confuse our assignment or our role, right? Either one of those terms can be used, and our purpose. They aren't the same thing. The assignment or your role is how you're expressing that purpose at that point in time. I'm being a mom right now but her calling is gonna be deeper than just being a mom. You know, her, her purpose may be expressed through her role as a mom, but her purpose is bigger, deeper, broader than the particular role. You know, same thing yes. for me, I've had different careers, I've had different things, but if you'll notice the thread that kind of runs through them is this thread of developing and serving and building up others. That's the thread, that's the purpose. I've expressed it as a leader in the corporate world. I've expressed it as a coach. I've expressed it as a husband. I've expressed it as a father. I've expressed it as a member of my church. I've expressed it as a person who serves on a nonprofit board. I've, you know, I can name all these different roles and assignments that that purpose is expressed through. And what I've spent most of my journey doing is figuring out ways I can have more roles that are more in alignment with that purpose and get rid of roles that aren't in alignment with that purpose. And that's really mm-hmm. the journey.
0: It is. It is. And Scott, speaking of the journey, you've obviously had one in and of itself that is just so inspiring to so many people. And you're trying to actually spread your same message and in its own format now. And as we get close to the end here of the Get Over Yourself podcast today, I'd like for you to tell the audience a little bit about the book you've been writing and um, a little bit about its features and what people can find inside
1: Sure. So I've got a book coming out uh, at the end of the year. It's coming out in July, July 2nd. It's available for pre-order now, but uh, it'll be live and in people's hands in July called Inspired Living. And, And the subtitle is Assemble the Puzzle of Your Calling by Mastering Your Time, Your Talent, and Your Treasures. And I jokingly say this is the book I've been writing for 35 years because I've been working on, going back to that journey of the purpose and the passion, I've been working on that passion of how do I help people get out of their own way when it comes to most of us think the problem is we don't have enough time or we don't have enough money. I would argue the real problem is usually us. We're in our own way. We're the problem. We're the solution. And so I joke and say, I tell people I help them with time and money so that I can actually help them with themselves. That's the, you know, that's how I trick them. Same thing in the book. I'm I'm talking through this framework of how we can develop ourselves, how we can develop our calling by mastering our time and our treasures, our money. Really, the focus is on developing yourself throughout the whole book. And the goal of that is to help people that are in that place of transition where they know there's something they're supposed to be doing, but they're feeling stuck. They're feeling held back. They're saying, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. There's no way I can get started on this. There's no way I can do it to kind of get out of your own way and get started in that journey. And so that's really what the book is about. You know, it's been about two years of actual putting it out to get it out into the world, but I've really been writing it for about 35
0: years. There we go. And it sounds like a lot of the principles and message inside of the book go right along with the Get Over Yourself podcast. So anyone who's interested in checking more about Scott and his book, Scott, where can they find you?
1: So I actually set up a, a special page just for your listeners. If you go over to inspiredstewardship.com forward slash Get Over. Uh, I've got a landing page there. It's got some free resources, some gifts uh, for folks. If you're struggling in those areas of time, talented treasures, and you want just a jump start, there's some free tools that you can download. No obligation, no cost, no nothing. And then I've also got a way that you can find out more about the book. If that would interest you, you can find my podcast and the interview that I've got with Brandon over there. Any of that information is available there. I'd love for people to come over and check it out.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you, Scott. Yeah, guys, make sure to go check out those links. They'll also be included in the description slash show notes down below. So make sure to check that out. Guys, if anybody you know would benefit from hearing today's words in this conversation, please send it to them. That's the best way I can continue to grow the show. Likewise, once again, I already had a conversation over on Scott's show. Um, That will be in the description as well. If you want to go check out the further conversation, hearing a little bit about my journey through Scott's perspective as he was the interviewer over there. Um, go ahead and check that out. But at the end of the day, guys, I appreciate you for listening. Make sure to leave us a five-star review and we'll see you next time.